Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The best thing that you can do is focus, you know, where you are and trust that everything is going to be okay. But also another thing that I would say is don't feel the pressure to go back before you're ready. I think there's a lot of pressure on women to do everything. And we don't have to, I think, put your attention where it's needed the most. If you have a child that needs your attention that much more, it's okay to take a couple of months off and and prioritize your child. Um, But you need to prioritize what needs to be prioritized. And if you know everything's fine, then don't let fear stop you. I think my biggest fear was mum guilt, internal battle of, oh no, I'm leaving my child. Oh no, I'm not going to see her all day. Oh no, what if she's annoyed with me or gets upset with me? What if I damage her because I've left her for five days? You are listening to the The Dope Black Moms Podcast. I'm delighted to be joined by Jessica Kalisa, director of Queens of Sheba and Sophia, founder of Aphrodisiac Theatre. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hi, hi. (laughs) So Sophia and I arranged a meet and mingle um, this week to see Queens of Sheba. And it was amazing, just incredible. And it's the second time I've seen it and I still cried and I still laughed the whole way through and it still hit me like a sucker punch to the gut just just so 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 moving how what did you think of it Sophia how did you find it yeah I I absolutely loved it I think um I'm not sure if this is correct but is this the third time it's been um on Jessica I'm not at Soho Theatre I've lost count it's been going on (laughs) (laughs) it's been going on since 2017 um, for this yeah. cast, this would be the third run for them. Right. Um, but as a yeah. whole, probably about five or six times, maybe. Yeah. So um, Aphrodisiac Theatre News has reviewed it a couple of times. Um, most recently was last week and we gave it four stars. Um, but I hadn't <laughs> seen it. Um, and I wanted to do a group trip to the theatre for a while. And um, this seemed like a really good synergy between Aphrodisiac and Doe Black Mums. So I approached Nina and I was like, should we do it? We've been talking about doing this for quite a while as well. And then pandemic. And then um, so here we are. So, yeah, I saw it yesterday for the first time. And um, yeah, I mainly laughed. I did cry um, <laughs> at some parts, but mainly I was literally howling with laughter. <laughs> um, and my favorite scene is the man's den and um i just don't know how they embodied men the way the actresses did that i have no idea but i could see people that i'd met people that i know people who'd approached me in the same way it was just yeah it was phenomenal (laughs) i was just like but also i really loved that 
the the running theme for me throughout it was just the importance of sisterhood and like yeah. lifting each other up and black women lifting each other up and the solidarity and carrying each other through trauma or being there for fun times but yeah you the you managed to epitomize that perfectly in my opinion so jessica just going back to the start of the whole queen's achiever journey how did you come on to the project um, so Queens of Sheba actually stemmed from my university dissertation. So I made a documentary about misogynoir. I was studi- studying journalism in university. And funnily enough, the topic of misogynoir came about after conversations with Jessica Hagen, who eventually became the writer of Queens of Sheba. Um, so shortly after making that documentary, I went to see a play called Timbuktu written by Ryan Kale Cameron, who also is the co-writer and artistic director of Nouveau Riche, who put on Queens of Sheba. Um, And I said, look, bro, great show for black men, great. But black women, we've also got a lot to say. And he said, all right, talk to me. (laughs) So I sent him all of my research. um, I sent him my documentary, everything that I'd come across. And he said, okay, cool, let's do it. So we got together some focus groups. Well, we got together a focus group. So we basically um, put out an advert saying, a black woman, come, let's get together and let's just talk about our experiences as black women. It was meant to be an hour. Okay. It went on for three. We had to basically get kicked out. (laughs) And then we had to put on more (laughs) because... It was all coming out. And what we yeah. realised is that... We need space to talk and share. We don't get these spaces to just talk. And just the the light bulb moments of, oh my gosh, we all go through the same thing at the same time. We're thinking the same things. And the biggest thing is the microaggressions because you think a lot of things are happening in your head. And then when you say it out loud and someone says, no, I go through that too it's such a profound moment. So we ended up having two or three of those. And then um, Ryan got Jessica Hagen on board. She was writing spoken word at the time. And she took all of that. She was, I believe she was in some of the focus groups as well. Uh, She took all of that, put these spoken word pieces together. Ryan then put them all together and sort of gave it a structure. And that was the play. Um, So I've, been with queens from the inception really that's amazing and how long ago was the inception that was 2017 i believe okay 2016 yeah so now fast forward to 2022 you've also Mm -hmm. just had a daughter congratulations yes (laughs) so the themes that you're exploring in queens of sheba is there anything that you would do differently now being a mother, now thinking, I don't know, if you, if you want to see anything change for your daughter? Um, when you say do things differently, do you mean in terms of the play or just in terms of the way I... Well, just now being a mother, are there any different angles you'd explore or just being in... 2022 any other avenues or kind of layers to add on to it or do you feel it stands 
as is from then to now. Mm, it's just really you know you've put all your life into it all the focus groups yeah. everything that was coming to you at, at that point in your life and obviously all of the other women around you and all of our ancestors everybody feeding into it but I'm just wondering with another hat on as mother yeah definitely um because I'm a different person and I've got different experiences and there's there's another world um, that I'm I'm aware of now. Um, so there's a line in the play that says, our mothers have made us mothers before our wombs have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always felt that as a daughter, but now I look at that line as a mother yes. and it hits so much more differently yeah. because now I'm thinking about the things that I, I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than thinking about my past. So now I think about my future mm-hmm. rather than my past. And by things that you don't want to do, do you mean like language? Language, modeling, yeah, mindsets. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just just being more aware because a lot of the things that our, our mothers passed down to us, they weren't doing it to harm us. They were doing it to protect us and to set, to set us up for a certain type of life. Um, what's beautiful about now is that we have more voice Absolutely. and that's one thing that I want to I want to pass down to my child and one thing I'm actively doing is to let her know that she needs to own her voice mm-hmm. and she can use it and no one can take that away from her and if I was writing Queens well I, I didn't write Queens of Sheba but if I was to present it now and talk about it now it would be it would be different mm. I don't mm. think so I'd come from it I'd come at it from a different angle definitely yeah yeah did that line um hit you in the gut as well Sophia yeah I think um as because I my daughter's seven and I think the, the main thing that you want to do is protect them and like Jessica said that that the advice that our own parents give us is generally because they want the best for us. Even maybe in hindsight, they they themselves may have done things differently, but you can only use the tools that you have when it comes to parenting. And most of the time you're winging it. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that constantly, constantly yeah. winging it and just kind of checking, did anybody see what just happened there? Because... <laughs> We've all made it through a day again and everyone's washed and everyone's had food. I mean, yeah. I, I can't sleep like that. But just for the for the bigger message, I think you're right, Jessica. It's it's amazing how much um, agency we have right now, how much voice, how much space we have to be ourselves wholeheartedly, which, yes, our mothers and our mothers' mothers probably didn't. And those mess- that messaging and that patterns... Um, and maybe some of the, the stories you were getting in your focus group, they're coming from that space, aren't they? Coming from that fear yeah. of, I'm just trying to protect you. I just want you to be safe. And also what their mothers have shown them and their mothers have shown them certain things because of their environment. And, you know, it just carries on. So it's great that we can all sit here and feel aware to, to help our, our daughters. I have a daughter as well to navigate this space slightly differently, I'd hope.
Yeah. Yeah. So coming back to the ladies of the cast, um, how it's so emotional and such a journey. Um, How did you get them into the space to do that every night? And how do you shake it off to then go home and be a mother and do everything and, you know, do the washing, do all the all the zillion things that we have to do? How did you do that day in, day out? And how do you support those women doing that day in, day out? So in terms of getting them there, it's really about them understanding that this story is theirs Mm. and nothing separates them from the women that are in the focus groups. So it's less about getting them to act with this piece. It's more about getting them to connect with experiences that they already have. And if they haven't experienced it personally, they definitely know somebody who has. If I'm gonna be really honest, I think there's a lot more work to be done surrounding making sure that we're safe and we're looked after when we've connected with those spaces. Yeah. Um, and we've connected with those emotions because they're true to us and we just must feel the so most... raw all the time it is yeah i'm feeling like that as as in the audience and like i said the second time i've seen it and um said sophia and i had um lots of mothers there and zara one of the mothers from um the whatsapp group we were both just saying how do they do this every night like every night and and then also for my mind i was like how do you switch off and then go and be a mother <laughs> and go yeah. and do everything you got to do and and be give everything you need to give as a mother, you know, especially your daughter, your, the needs are so high at that age. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> they really are. I'm not going to lie. I haven't mastered it yet. I yeah. haven't mastered it <laughs> yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, being a director without a child and being a director with a child <laughs> is a completely different ball game because yeah. in the room, you're holding everyone's emotion still. You have to, it's your job. Mm. And then when you come home, you've got to hold the emotions of your highly emotional, almost two-year-old. Yes. And I, who won't take any excuses. Yeah. 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 I struggled. I didn't catch a break. I had a Mm. couple of cries. Mm. I had maybe one or two breakdowns. One or two. Maybe three. (laughs) 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 And you know who who held me together? It was those beautiful woman honestly it was it was the queens because again you realize we we had we had a chat on one of our last days because we all we all felt it we all feel those emotions and again we sat down and we realized that we are all the same and if one person is struggling Mm. we're all struggling hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So it's in our best interest to pick each other up and make sure we're there for each other. And it's beautiful because you don't get that in a lot of workspaces. You don't get that in a lot of in- environments. But it's so beautiful when we come together as as black women because we don't have to put on a face. Mm. We can create the room that we, we want to, to be in. Mm. And so honestly speaking, I haven't mastered it yet. But I... I do know that I'm I'm getting there and there's support there, which is which that's is the great. thing, isn't it? That you know yeah. there's support. Sophia, did yeah. you do I mean, do you resonate with any of that? Yeah, in terms of the support, definitely, because my my day job, I work in the publishing sector and there's rarely anyone that looks like me Mm. that's in in the room which is pretty much like theatre as well so I think it's it must be quite a beautiful thing if you're going to work and the people that you're working with they understand you they get you you've had similar experiences and they can relate to you whereas yeah I'm definitely not used to having that experience in my day job at all so yeah it's really nice to see the closeness on the stage um and the support that you clearly all have for each other yeah it definitely comes through it really really comes through obviously watching it and watching it twice back to back it was identical obviously just yeah really really good to see just going back to motherhood and working I know you've said you I mean you may it I don't feel like I've got it sorted by the way of like how to work and and shake it all off and come back and just be completely present in the room I've got two children six and four Mm. um but were there any fears that you had going back in to work especially onto something like this yes yes and no i think my biggest fear was mum guilt oh just that yeah, yeah it was and that's why i say yes and no because it it was it was more of that than anything else there was mm. nothing external that i really felt would go wrong but it was just that internal mm. battle of oh no I'm leaving my child oh no I'm not going to see her all day yeah. oh no what if she she's annoyed with me or gets upset with me what if I damage her because I've left her for five days yeah. and she's going to be emotionally traumatized and is she no she's absolutely fine <laughs> it's honestly it's eternal isn't it Sophie I'm not sure if the guilt still hits you but honestly I don't think it ever goes there's always moments where you're at work and you should be at a school play and sometimes you're at the school play and you feel you should be at work and it's that that constant load that I think we just hold as mothers. Yeah. I remember when I first, so I, I didn't go to the theatre. When, when my daughter was born, I just stopped going out, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, no one's going to see me ever again. Um, and then it got to the point where Rob was like, no, you do actually have to have your own life. Yeah. You can't. But when I did start going out, my daughter would be an actual nightmare. She'd be like holding onto my legs. Oh, God. And, oh, God. Don't 
go, mummy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just be like, really? Yeah. And then I'd call and, and be like, is, is my is she okay? And they'd be like, yeah, she's fine. Totally fine. But in that moment when she's hanging onto your leg, you're just like, I can't. Like the, the strength no. it takes to leave, you're like, I might as well just yeah. stay. I can't yeah. do this. <laughs> yeah but thankfully she doesn't do that anymore um but yeah yeah just so so tricky Jess is there any advice you'd give to working mums and maybe mums who are working in the creative industry just mainly I suppose I'm getting at just how much it takes I know we're all creatives and you give Mm. so much of yourself to the industry to the arts to you know you 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 especially you directing something like this, you're imagining leaving yourself quite vulnerable every day going into work. Um, Is there any advice for just maybe mums coming back off maternity leave, stepping back in to the industry, as well as actors, you know, creatives taking a break and going back in? Anything that if you have to do it a second time round, anything you would tell yourself? Yeah, I would tell myself it's it's okay. I know mm. that sounds cheesy and cliche, but you you feel all the all these emotions and if you're not careful, you can allow it to overwhelm you. But then when you come back and you see that your child is actually okay, you, you mm. feel okay genuinely. Um and if you can sort of get to that place where you genuinely believe that they will be fine, then it can allow you to enjoy what you're doing and actually enjoy going back into work, actually going back into enjoying creating. Because part of the difficult thing is having your mind, your half of your brain in the room and half of your brain at yeah. home. Yeah. And so the best thing that you can do is focus, you know, where you are and trust that everything is going to be okay. But also another thing that I would say is, don't feel the pressure to go back before you're ready. I think there's a lot of pressure on women to do everything. And we don't have to, I think, put your attention where it's needed the most. If you Mm. need to, if if you have a child that needs your attention that much more, it's okay to take a couple of months off and, and prioritize your child. Um, but you need to prioritize what needs to be prioritized. And if you know everything's fine, then don't let fear stop you. Um, but also if you look at your own personal situation and you say, you know what, going back into work can wait a little bit more, a couple of months more. What's a, co- a couple of months compared to the next few years, you know? Yeah. So take your time, move it at your own pace but also make sure it's not fear that's stopping you from making I, decisions. I think that's such great advice. And and just to take a second to breathe, to work out if it is coming from fear or it is coming, yeah. the decisions are coming from love. And it's really hard to do that, especially, like I said, with this mental load going around, like this constant, um, I don't know, it feels like a bit like a train constantly chugging away just yeah. to, be able to take some space to think, what do I actually want to do here? That can be yeah. tricky in itself just to find a moment to do yeah. that. <laughs> that is so true. And Sophia, any advice that you have for mums going back or, or creatives going back into to the workforce? Um, I think I'd just say how important it is to have a support network yeah. and not to burden yourself with thinking that you, A, have to do it all and B, um, 
you should be doing it all um that other people are around that you can talk to who could help you with childcare. um yeah just not to be an island basically and that old adage of it takes a community to raise a child i think that's especially true for women who often have to stay at home with the baby um as their career drifts away from them and it shouldn't it doesn't need to be like that um and you know it's important for your children to see that you're thriving that you have a life outside of them that you know that having a job is important and having a job that you love is important and sometimes that involves making sacrifices and that sacrifice could be that for a period of time you're spending less time with them but it's for a bigger goal I think I think that's so true and it's again I think just having the courage to do that having the courage to ask for help to ask for support is hard it's really hard and um it can it can isolate people and just you know make everything feel like impossible a big mountain that you know it's not gonna there's no way out um, yeah, Jessica. So, what is next for Queens of Sheba? I know you've got this amazing run, but is there anything you can talk about for the future of the show? Not just yet. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, oh, that, that pause makes me think there's something amazing about yeah. that. We're going to have to come back and hear what that pause was about because that was yeah. loaded. Yeah, okay. I'm wondering if it'll be a film or a part two or a TV series, maybe. All I can You're say is say just nothing. watch this space. <laughs> I'm allowed to say. <laughs> yeah. You can have a no comment if it's easier. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. For you, Jessica, what's next for you? For you me. as a mother, so what... you as a director, you as a woman in this yes. world. Yes. Um, so what's next for me is I'm currently working with the Royal Court, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Um, that's for me as a director. Thank you very much. Uh, for me as a woman, I also have my own business called the African Women's Collective. Where nice. I Tell us make... about this. Yeah. Yes, I will. I was getting ready to plug. <laughs> um <laughs> But I basically make all natural hair and beauty products um, with ingredients that are sourced from women's cooperatives around Africa. So, so far we have connections with Ghana, we've got connections with Chad, and we're just currently expanding our cooperatives and expanding our products at the moment. Um, So this year, that's one thing I'm really going to make time to push I've been very much focused on directing and very much focused on being a mother of course mm-hmm. but that's also another hat that I I really want to push this year so that's what will be happening and my daughter turns two yay in May can you believe which is what? amazing congratulations congratulations I made it yeah, no, you did make it up, honestly. In the WhatsApp group, you say happy anniversary because it is a celebration is. of you as well. Yeah. It's, it is. gosh. How do you feel looking back on a big, big girl, a big two-year-old? I'm so proud. Honestly, Aww. I'm so proud of myself. I'm so proud of my husband. I'm so proud of her. 
we gave birth to Naraya in the pandemic, the height of the mm. pandemic. So wow. lockdown was March. I gave birth in May and it was wow. probably one of itself. the most horrible times, yeah, of my oh. life. It was so isolating. No, we got no help. Mm. Um, what you said, Sophia, about having a, a village, it's so true. And mm-hmm. when you don't have that, it's one mm. of the hardest things. And so the fact that we've managed to push through and the fact that we're such a like a beautiful, happy unit. Yeah. Um mm. it's just it's just amazing. And it's something years, to celebrate. Celebration. Yeah, honestly. So I feel really proud and really, really happy. Oh, that is beautiful to just beautiful to hear. Well, congratulations to you all for thank you producing a two-year-old. I mean it is, <laughs> but it is a bit like um congratulations just keeping the child alive and healthy and fed and you know like you've done that yeah. for two years yeah yeah in a pandemic yeah yeah and you do you know you do I have to give myself a high five every night I'm not gonna lie every single night I'm like you did yeah. it you did it again and they both brushed their teeth awesome like yeah, oh, you're to. winning you are winning <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming to the podcast, for sharing. Um, when you're allowed to announce your big, big news that you're saying that you don't have, but when you can, can you please come back and tell us what's I'll up? I'll be back. And I'm going to find all those beautiful links um, to put in the podcast notes so we can all see everything that you're talking about. And Sophia, for Aphrodisiac, anything you want to talk about that's coming up? Um, well, doing the meet and mingles was one of the main things that I wanted to launch this year so thank you for partnering partnering with me for that thank you and um I'm not sure we can commit to monthly but Mm -hmm. um this that it will definitely be a regular feature we just need to fine-tune a few things um aphrodisiac turns 14 14 congratulations (laughs) congratulations that is an amazing for a long time we were the only we were the only black theatre uh, publication in the UK for years and years and years. But now there are other organisations that popped up. So it's good that we're... Obviously not alone. as good as you. Or, <laughs> but it's just, the OGs. But it's, just, but it's just really nice that um, other people are championing black theatre and I'm, I'm no longer alone. Yeah. And everyone else is starting to see... <clears throat> that it's worth the value and the power and the magic yeah absolutely well thank you again ladies for coming on and sharing your lives thank you for having us thank you so much for having us dope black moms if you'd like to join the dope black moms private facebook group please search dope black moms on facebook don't forget to rate review and subscribe please follow on all socials at dope black moms thanks so much for listening 